And welcome to We're Totally Not Okay. But that's okay. A podcast about the intersection between mass media culture and, and mental health. <laughs> I'm Kaylee Legrand. And I'm Turner Burburn. Sometimes we like to change things up, finish each other's sentences. <laughs> we're, we're kind of two peas in a pod. Actually, we just had a pre-interview meeting. And by meeting, I mean we sat at Jack Astor's and had a glass of wine. <laughs> And the hostess, we ended up knowing, and because she saw one of us, assumed the other one was shortly on her way. She was, and she was short. She was me. Anyway, we're here. We're here with a wonderful guest that we've been wanting to interview for so long. I'm so excited, and we're going to just dive right into it. We are here with Macy. Macy, please introduce yourself. Hi. Thank you for having me, ladies. This is, I'm intimidated, but I'm super excited about this interview, and I'm glad to be on your podcast. Why are you intimidated? It's the green wall, right? It's the broken that green wall. That I've just never wall. been interviewed. Like, never in my life, I think that someone would be like, Macy, we want to interview you for our podcast. Well, oh. we think what you're doing is amazing, and that's why we want to interview you. Ooh. A, many people will catch on. B, I'm surprised nobody has wanted to interview you yet. I'm sure, and C, I'm sure they have, but they just haven't expressed it yet, and they haven't gotten <laughs> their shit together. You are somebody who has her shit together. I Segway think girl. So. <laughs> not. I don't think I have an altar, but I think I have a good idea as to like what I'm doing and where I want to go in life. What shit you want together, right? Yeah. So for our listeners who don't know what that stuff is, what you do, give them a little bit of a soundbite. What is it that your daily life looks like, and what are your what's your career? What are your goals and aspirations? What are you working on? So. My job career is a personal shopper and stylist. That's like my baby, what I really want to do, what I'm passionate about. But since I started that, I've kind of started a passion project, which is BABE, which is a Facebook community for female entrepreneurs to get together, to network, socialize, and just have fun and really support one another. And yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Now, when did you start this community? I'd say I started last September and how it all started was so I started my career and you know friends are there to support you and I love it but they don't really get it until you're an actual entrepreneur <laughs> yeah so I was like you know what let's talk to some other people who are doing the same thing so I they can like you know really chit chat with one another be like don't worry I'm in the same boat as you right mm-hmm. so I went on a Facebook group I just messaged I was like hey if you're an entrepreneur like let's get together and you know just have drinks and just chat, right? So only three girls showed up and I tried like seven of my friends to come because I'm like, don't leave me. What if no one shows up, right? <laughs> so with the three girls chat, we just sat down, we chatted and everyone's like, you should start your own group because there are certain rules in certain groups and it's like, I don't believe in it. And I strongly believe that how are you gonna grow if you can't talk about what you do, right? You're talking about the rules that people Right out on yeah. on Facebook groups. Like yeah. if you're gonna be a part of this group, you have to adhere to these rules. You're exactly. not allowed to promote you yourself. Promote you're not yourself. allowed to you can't yeah. exactly. selfies. Da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, you should start your group. Like, no, it's so much work. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Had a few drinks. Went home. <laughs> 
when I'm Facebook, I was like, da da da, hashtag girlboss. And that was where it all started last September on the 15th. Oh, that's September very soon. soon. Yeah. So you're coming up on your birthday. One year anniversary. And like, honestly, it's it's been crazy. Like, you know, from an event that had, well, maybe a get-together had three people to me starting my group and having a second event maybe two, three months later. And there was legit, like, 40 to 50 women who showed up. I remember that. That and is a that's a huge leap. Quantum leap there. Huge, right? Mm-hmm. And the second event. Second event. So then here I am promoting it through my group Girl Boss. And I'm like promoting it whatever, not thinking about it. And then till the day before I was like, holy shit, these people don't know anything about me, don't know what this group is all about, but they're all coming out to support me, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So when I looked around the room and I was doing my speech, I legit cried Aww. because I was like, I can't believe I created this and that these women came out for me, right? Like that to me was just amazing. That is incredible. Yeah. I have some questions yeah. uh, right off the bat already. So firstly, we'll, we'll get to what your event is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I want everybody to know about what this is. This mm-hmm. podcast is going to go out beforehand partly to promote it so that people are more aware and yeah, are able yeah. to come to it if they are in Toronto. Some yeah. of our listeners are in Japan. <laughs> yeah. I realize I've been looking at the stats a little bit different. Um, and <laughs> But those who are in Toronto, I would love for them to be able to come out to this event. Yeah. So before we get to the promotional bit, let's talk a little bit about how you started to grow this endeavor. Specifically, let's talk about how you went from your first event having three friends yeah. and, you know, calling on all your friends, asking them to be there, which sounds yeah. like every birthday party I ever exactly. had as a child. <laughs> right. uh, but to the second event where you have 40 to 50 people who don't even know who you are. Yeah. We are now in a time where if, if you can find that kind of momentum and you do now, how many people do you have in your Facebook Right group? now there's like 1,200. 1,200. Awesome. So yeah. it's a year later and this is just basically you reaching out saying, yeah. hey, let's connect with one another and support one another. Yeah. Um, how did you make that jump from three people to 40 in what was, how many how many months I was apart? like two to three months. Two to three months. Yeah. How did you start building a following and reaching out and building this community? So I honestly, so what I did, I started the group and I just went on other groups and I was like, hey, this group is dedicated to female entrepreneurs. And I find that at that time, there wasn't much that was like that and like in Toronto in Toronto or on Facebook in general and Mm -hmm. then wow what I also found that like others are not to be but they're not fun and I'm I'm all about being cool (laughs) and like different and just Mm. doing like Macyism Macyism which is about be happy do whatever (laughs) you want like so that I promoted through I went on like other groups I promoted I got them to join and then I was just very active in the group mm-hmm. because like I was like my I kind of like showed my personality and I personally think that like people are more drawn to something where they know like the quote-unquote leader is passionate about it and a positive person and not about like comp competing with one another and has no like really motive behind it because mm-hmm. like I think because I my legit career has kind of nothing to do with this passion project I don't have to like sell a product to them right mm-hmm. yeah so I You're think that selling support yeah I'm selling support and I want women to like get together and I think because of that woman was like should really check this out and like 
I think that's how everyone just came. And like, honestly, it still blows my mind. It's legit like <laughs> it's a pinch me moment. Like, I still can't believe it. Sounds very serendipitous. Yeah. It's funny how sometimes we don't realize what networking. Yeah. I mean, sure. At the end of the day, we know networking is a big part of whatever industry you do belong to. Mm-hmm. But the kind of networking and yeah. how you do it and the kind of people that you connect with. Yeah. And I think personally, knowing you for a little while now, yeah. you have the kind of energy I believe that, um, I believe you, anybody will attract the kind of energy they put out, right? Exactly. And I think that you have exactly what we're talking about, that Macyism, that really, yeah. we're using your name to describe it, which is kind of a, um, what is it, <laughs> not an oxymoron, what's the word for that? I'll find it and like yeah. record it into it sounds smart. <laughs> um, but you you have a great energy that if you're putting that passion out, you're attracting the same kind of people who are not only wanting to show up, but if they're passionate about it, they're also talking about it and they're wanting exactly. to bring their friends. Yeah, sounds like it's kind of the perfect recipe for something to grow exponentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of the what are some of the challenges that you have been finding in the first year as you've been growing this side project that isn't your main career, what you're focusing on? I think, like, the struggles I've had is, like, you know, like, I host by by monthly events. And, like, I think one of the strongest parts, because I don't have financial support or anything like that, it's hard to find venues that are cool and to be able to, you know able to have the money for it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. through t- like ticket sales like I only charge 10 bucks because I don't want to charge a lot because like no one's going to pay like $20 to go to mix and mingle right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that doesn't really cover a lot of the venue so I think that is one of my struggles and another thing is just really keeping it going like keeping being active in it yeah because you're like a one-man show right so you're doing it all doing it all but like soon enough hopefully when it does expand i'll have like my little team members Mm -hmm. my little babe office your babe office yeah how are you looking at expanding what kind of team members are you looking for what are you looking to build so so going back so i started the group as girl boss right Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I realized some a business couple of business coaches like you can this thing can like grow huge and become something and I was mm-hmm. like, if this happens, I need to change the name. Like I can't go girl boss because I that's trademarked, right? And I can get sued. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change it up. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna change. I call people badass boss entrepreneurs, but I'm like, no, that's what- badass boss babes. That's what I called it, badass, badass boss, boss babes. babes. Okay. And then I was like, I can't say bad doesn't sound right right so I was like badass boss entrepreneurs I was like I like that so I was like you know I'm gonna do it b-a-b-e and what I love about it is that it brings a whole new meaning to babe it's mm-hmm. not just like hey babe what's up right it's like, <laughs> oh my God. you know what I mean it's yeah. like be I a cringed babe. a little when you did that I know right <laughs> but it's like be a babe be a badass boss entrepreneur right yeah, and totally. that is like my kind of my first step to grow it more and you know hopefully make something huge out of it and as for team member wise like you know I love someone to help me with like social media mm-hmm. someone to help me plan events like PR person and like you know someone who has the same energy as me and passion about it that can help me like be my wingman in the group to like keep that momentum going mm-hmm. within the members especially okay. because you do have not just babe but you have your own yeah company going on it's got to be a lot of work to yeah do all things by yourself it's a lot and sometimes i'm like how the f am i doing it (laughs) (laughs) you know what i think especially because 
I know that Tanya and I, when we just we came from our own personal meeting, and that yeah. was half of our conversation was just pumping each other up, saying it's okay. Like for now, and I don't endorse this for other people. I'm not advocating this lifestyle, <laughs> but I'm like, we can live off two to four hours of sleep every night for at least like two weeks or so, right? <laughs> it's I think I actually said as we were getting up, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that. The human mind only goes clinically insane after 48 hours of straight non-sleep, and I've yeah. had like a half hour here, a half hour there. Yeah. So I'll only have the 48 hours coming up for Thursday, Friday. Yeah. We'll see how I manage with that. Please hold my hand. <laughs> so I think it's a test. Yeah, maybe it's a test. But I, I also understand the necessity for having your sanity yes. and making sure that you're building in a smart fashion so yeah. that you have others. You're, you're not just... Go, I mean, you go, want go. this. You want to see this out for the long run. Yeah. So, are you looking for, are you looking for outsourcing? Are you looking to team up with a PR company? Are you looking to build your own specific team that's going to be babe specific, or people who are also going to be building your um, fashion? Uh, yeah, is if I was trying to remember what it was yes. called, yeah, called fashion. Yeah. So your own career, your yeah. own business, personal business, fashion. Yeah. Are you looking for a team that's going to be able to start building those building blocks underneath? of both of them or are you outsourcing and wanting to collaborate for PR companies that already exist and for ma- social media management companies that already exist? I, don't, I think for me, like, I would love to source from the group within because mm-hmm. that cool. is the way to support one another, right? Like, it's like within the community, there's so many different people. So it's like if I wanted someone for PR, there's someone there. If I need someone to write copies, I have, you know, a few girls in the babes, sorry, in the groups I can do it. I mean, like, at the end of the day, it'd be crazy if I can build, like, my own little empire. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It could happen. You never know. But You are well on your way already. I, I'd say so. I hope so. But it's, it's, like, it still blows my mind. Like, I was talking to a friend the day, I'm like, I never thought I'd be here, but I'm so thankful that I'm here right now because, like, you know, with Babe, I just, there's girls in the group that I would have not met other any other way because we mm-hmm. have different, like, passions different lifestyles and all that stuff but because of the group i've met some awesome chicks that i became like legit friends with what are some examples of some of the other people that you've met in the group other lifestyles or their entrepreneurial goals yeah what are they doing that is so different well i've met girls that are that are um coaches Hmm? career coaches people who are in pr people in social media People like business coaches, uh, makeup gurus, like, I've met a lot of people and like, it's, there's, you know what, there's so much out there that I never thought existed, that because of this, I'm just like, oh my god, this whole world. Do you think it's almost harder for someone starting new when there is so much out there? Do you think maybe that's why you made babe is to have that common ground with people who don't know what to do is a place for them to yeah. go yeah yeah it I almost so, sounds yeah. like x-men school for startup babes yeah yeah like, that's why i started like <laughs> like that <laughs> right because it's like i just wanted a, a community for women to like get together and to really support one another right so that's why i started like babe university mm-hmm. which is like i want to do courses courses quote unquote for people to learn about, you know, how to, you know, PR or social media or like finance finances, but then have fun stuff like face, like beauty, skincare, mm-hmm. like all that sort of stuff. Now I've been seeing these posts yes. in the group. Tell me a little bit about what Babe University like. Is it part of the Babe community, yes. and are they one-off workshops that you're offering? They're like, yeah, they're like one-off workshops. So like, 
I would, the, the, the ladies in the group would be like, hey, I want to do a workshop with you. And then they would be like, I guess you can say the professor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have like more intimate courses that quote unquote workshops where you can go and like attend and learn. Okay, so it's yeah. essentially it's kind of babe, yeah. Whatever their entrepreneurial goals yeah. are, it'll line up with that, and it's yeah. also a means for whoever's joining this group to yeah. be able to start building their own business. Exactly. Yeah, I like, say I have problems with like social media, and then there's a course that's coming up about social media. Right. I'd go and attend that, mm-hmm. right? So I well, can you have that face one coming up yeah. very soon, and that's just a place for people to learn how to take care of their skin, take care of their skin better, and mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it's a little cheaper than regular universities yeah it's totally cheap because you know what being an entrepreneur it's it's you don't make much money so i know how expensive (laughs) the life is startups can take a lot of investment and maybe Mm -hmm. the roi takes a little bit of time to see but yeah they're affordable they're like a reasonable price because mostly like the most important thing is just the venue rent Mm-hmm. Renting the venue. That that's where the be. cost like that's my problem. If I can one day have an office, babe office, and then just have like, you know, a room where people can host their workshops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to talk later. We've yeah. been talking about running workshops with a couple of other entrepreneurial ladies we know, especially oh. from the yoga community. We yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've announced this on our podcast yet, but Tanya and I are about to dive into yoga teacher training. Yeah, she was telling me about it. That's awesome. Yeah, now the whole world knows. Because the whole world's listening. Obviously. <laughs> but no, that's, uh, it's, I think that's amazing because, like, for instance, for me, a person who's still striving to get the money that they want, having to the chance to go to a learn how to take care of your skin better thing for $20 instead of $500 yeah. is amazing. You know? Yeah. And entrepreneurs are the people that are able to do those things, not... So I'm assuming that you help set up these courses for yeah. them. You help them, the professors or the instructors, yeah. find the venue and organize their and email list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't gotten to email lists yet. <laughs> I haven't gone that far, so... Have you hosted it's all Facebook list? It's all Facebook. Well, if that works, okay. that works. I'm, I'm still, I, that I'm was very email archaic. Email is, like, so 2000s. You're right. That was very Facebook archaic. Hey, look. Big you're companies showing are your still age, trying to build showing I'm showing what year I learned marketing in. <laughs> I'm also still, like, trying to, like, make, babe, like, the marketing get that part better because, like... Yeah. The marketing for Babe specifically? Babe University. Babe University, for yeah. getting the word out about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, like, you know, error and trial, like, trial and error. So, like, I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd say Facebook has been your main streamlining of this entrepreneurial friendship through Babes. Yeah, yeah. because you know what? The thing about Facebook is that it's more interactive. Like, people were like, oh, what about Instagram? And Instagram is about making it pretty. Don't get me wrong, I have an Instagram, like, account. And we all love it. And it's just, like, you know, um, I just have it just taking the name in case, like, later on if I decided I don't have the name. Mm -hmm. But, like, my majority of everything is through Facebook because that way it's more targeted to, like, certain people. It's not for, like, the mass, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. audience. But, and that way people can actually talk to one another and really, like, write their stuff and sort of thing because if you post it on instagram and you're not following your post your post can get lost 
right. especially now the fact that it's not chronicle or like chronological order or anything like that you can easily miss something whereas like on facebook if you're really you're following the group you'll see the you'll stuff see the post. right yeah so you have facebook you have instagram do you also have twitter no is that because you're running it on your own right now and it's a lot to do that multitude of like the plethora of social media platforms I personally think Twitter's done. <laughs> like, whoa, it's, yeah. whoa, talk to like all the comedians and writers about that. But I guess you know what? Yeah. If, if you find your home, and I think every business needs yeah, to find exactly. its own social media home. Yes. And it sounds like Facebook is the fit yes. that you have found more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for me, like, how can I fit 140 characters into something I want to talk about? Like, True. I can't do it. It would be a lot, yeah, you would, you would have to have your own particular yeah. strategy. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so ready to be like, yeah, but all your posts are like just about manifesting good thoughts. I'm <laughs> ready to take over your social media. Right? It's also a lot. Tanya and I run all of our own social media. Yeah. At your I last I think it's event, more so you, side point, than me. It's, um, I'm, I, I, I She's being lot. nice right now, guys. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> I... I do, I do um, try to keep up as much as I possibly can. Uh, both Tanya and I run our own, obviously, our own social media accounts for our acting businesses and our yeah. own personal accounts, social yeah. media accounts. Um, so it is a lot on top of it to run the marketing in a yeah. digital world for other endeavors that we're taking on that is outside of it. So if you, yeah. I don't know if you have your own personal accounts yeah, as well. Like, honestly, I run like... Well, you have yours. You I, have your style one. I have, yeah, I have mine. I legit run like six social media accounts right That's now. That's nuts. Okay. Only I because have, you're doing Sweet Adore. I'm doing like the, my work and then I, I do social media for my friends, staging company. I have my own personal that I just post whatever. Then I have my inspirational board that I do, then I have my style one, and then babe is like here and there. So how do you do it and have time for yourself? You know what? I make sure I carve time for myself. Like I make sure I sleep my eight hours. I make sure you get eight hours of sleep You're every night. Lucky. Yeah. No, that is a, that, that that that's what we're aiming towards. <laughs> I'm aim, I'm trying. I got about six. Tanya yesterday. and I slowly like dinosaurs yeah. turned towards one another and lifted oh, our wrinkles so our eyes could see each other. And we're like someday, someday when we're dead, we'll sleep. Um, <laughs> So anyways, you get eight hours of sleep. I need to to first point out that at your last event, which had a beautiful venue, so even though you say that you don't have the wherewithal to pull that together or like the the financial backing right now, you're still pulling it off amazingly. Oh, thank you. Um, Thank you. At your last event, we connected with somebody who we currently feel like would make a great fit yes, for I our remember. social media I was manager. like, I pulled her like Jessica, come talk to this girl. <laughs> Which is what babe is all about. We yeah, have make network. a meeting with her next week. Ooh, and yeah. She's coming to the friendly. event. And she's coming to the event. Yeah. yeah, so everybody should come. These are the kinds of connections that you yeah. make, which is incredible. And mm. to have that kind of power in this city, in Toronto, yeah. where you're bringing people together who, and I've been to many social yeah, networking yeah, yeah. Um, events that a lot of them do and we're, we're going to be going to a bunch of tiff is about to start and a yeah. lot of the parties um they really do have that vibe i think that you're probably leaning towards before about you know it's not necessarily about the passion to connect people to make sure that they are f- finding 
strength within themselves and the yeah. connections with each other to continue on and to build with one another and lean on each other and, yeah. and find those sorts of resources that they might not have at their fingertips, like a exactly. big university. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the conversations that you have there is kind of like, great, it's just updating each other because yes. you haven't seen each other in a year. And, yeah. Um, but I've right off the bat when we came into your party, yeah. it was, it was filled with incredible energy. Yeah. Energy. And the fact that you have that kind of energy to dispel, please share your secrets. You're getting eight hours of sleep a <laughs> night and you're finding time to carve out for your own social media. Well, you know what? This is what I see. I think like if you rest your body, you can give your all. Whereas if you sleep two to three hours, you're like half dead right Mm -hmm. so like for me like I make sure because if I'm exhausted I can't give my full to everything I'm doing yep whereas you know I'm sleeping and then I take time to go work out so that like it's not me time I put away my phone and I just do my like kickboxing classes or my spin classes how many times a week do you work out I would say like three to four. You are amazing. You are an all-star. I, I need to. Oh my God. Like all this like bad food. I'm just like, I need to work out. But um, See, like I will go two weeks being like, I have not had time to actually go to yoga class or go yeah. for a run. So I'm like, I'm not allowed to have any kind of sugar. So even just my coffee, drinking a black, I have all the acidity in my stomach and it just turns into a ball of anxiety. I am somebody who has the tendency of burning the candle at both ends and feeling, I've spent many years just, not even just feeling okay with it, but almost reveling in the fact that I function at 70% all the time. (laughs) And I hit, I've definitely hit many walls. I've hit enough walls that I've come to a point in my life where what you're saying rings so true. And to be able to take care of yourself, it's that same thing... uh, it's like the analogy of being in an airplane and having the os- o- oxygen masks dispel. Yeah. You have to put your own oxygen mask on before you can help anybody exactly. else. And if you're not taking care of yourself, it's very difficult to take care of anybody else. Yeah. And you have cre- you've created a community where you're not only just taking care of other people who take care of other people who take care of other yeah. people. You are... You're, I've never seen you at a point where like you don't give that energy off. Yeah. That I'm like tired. I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore sort of thing. Have you hit points like that have you ever hit a point where you feel like you want to give up yeah I mean I think everyone has those times where like what am I doing why am I, I doing remember this? those days with you yeah like <laughs> were I'm, you there I yeah was. I've had those times all the time like what am I doing is this right okay but give like, us the nitty-gritty how many pieces did you guys order what were you watching on Netflix how do you chill how do you hit those low rock bottom moments mm-hmm what do they look like? How do you cheer yourself up? I go shopping. She buys herself a pretty fashion. I or go nice shopping backpack. or I go work out. Nice. I just what's, like, your, what's your workout? What do you do for a workout? Well, I was saying I was like kickboxing and spinning. You weren't here for that. Oh, yeah. sorry. I had to tinkle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tanya, I had too much information, but I couldn't hold it in. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, those are so. my, like, my, I guess you can say therapy. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, people relax with like a nice yoga class. I need like that loud EDM music. A teacher like be like, you should do this. You can do that. Like that's and then boxing is like the best ever. Like you can work out all your aggression on that back. Just hitting things. Yeah, and it's like the best feeling ever. Where do you go for your your boxing? I go to boxing? um Studio Ko at King and Bathers. Oh my god, wow. I've been there. Do yeah. you know Danny? No. There's an instructor there, Danny. Um, he when I went, actually I went with um. Ashley Callahan, who I'm really hoping that we have on the podcast soon. She has promised. Um, my friend Ashley took oh, me, wow. and 
this this instructor was just gearing up for like a big fight. I think he, he was, I don't remember what kind of, it was like UFC style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Ashley, what'd you bring me to? Like I have, I literally have 40% left energy this morning. And That's like, why you need to sleep eight hours a day. I know, I know. I, I'm, okay, I was about to say I do now these days. I've been yeah. taking better care of myself, but that would be a lie for the past two weeks. Yeah, um, very true. But yeah. what's stopping you from not getting that oh it's myself I'm doing it to myself absolutely I go through habitual patterns of taking on more than I can handle but piling everything up on my plate because I love a full plate yes um and then fucking off and going out to the woods as soon as I hit that wall and be like you know what, now I need a couple months of solitude sitting yeah. in the forest and just writing and listening to, not EDM, I listen to, uh, <laughs> and I do sometimes, but that's when, I'm act, when I have the energy to go yeah, for yeah, the yeah. military long runs. I don't know, like, for me, I just think it's so, like, especially the fact that we're getting older and, like, and the thing is, like... Who's getting older? I'm living forever, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> but it's, like, <laughs> why, why do we have to work so, like, why are we burning ourselves you know, why, why, why are we doing it? What's the point? That's a really good question. Why do you at, think yeah. we're at that point? And then like, you know, if you, I, I think that, you know, if you burn yourself out, you mentally don't think right. And then like, yeah. you know, a good article I read is like, these people who are older and then they like, they work, 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 and they regret so much in life. They don't take time for themselves to do what they want to do. And I'm just like, I never want to get like that. Like, you know, we live in a country where it's where we have like a safety net. Like it's not like we're living homeless. We all have home. We have a roof overhead. We're all eating. So mm-hmm. why do we? Yes, we want to reach that goal. But you know what? If you take care of yourself, like you said earlier, like if an air like an airplane, if an oxygen gas falls down. You need to take care of yourself before you can take care of someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's so important to just carve out those times to do your own thing and just rest, and then be a hundred percent give a hundred percent to anything that you do. Yeah. And that, for me, I think is like my success is that whatever I do, I give a hundred percent to. And I've had said that, like, you know, if ever there comes a point where like I'm not passionate about babe anymore, I'm not doing it. Of course. What would you do at that point? Would you pass it off? Would you look for somebody to continue it on? Because you've built a community where a lot of people in in certain senses rely on each other or have formed connections that they wouldn't want to lose. Or would you assume that the connections are there and what you've made exists and be able to just let go of it completely? I think so. Because it's like, it's my baby, right? I don't want to give my baby to someone else. Right. But like... You'll just kill that baby. I'd be like, not <laughs> the baby has grown up. I had to. The baby is now 18 years old and is going to college. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, knock on wood, I hope, like, I never get to the point where I'm, like, not passionate about I don't anymore. think you will. I really don't. I don't think because so. Ever since I've known you, you've been the entrepreneurial type person, and even if you're not the forefront of babe you'll yeah. be there in the background you're gonna be there as the cheerleader and supporting yeah. them so i don't think you'd ever let go no. you may step back a little bit yeah but i don't think you're one to just kill the no. baby to be honest i don't think so let's <laughs> try to make sound effects with her movements so that those who because we only do audio we haven't done video yet so people know what she's doing but, but i think like yeah i don't know if i would i think i i don't know if i want to pass it on because it's like is it going to be the same vibe 
You know what I mean? Like, is this person... You'd kill be... it. You would kill it. You wouldn't pass I'd it on. I'd kill it, no. The, the, ba- the baby's not going to college. I'm so no. sorry, Tanya. No. Yeah. She's going to murder it. She's going to float it. But you know what? Hopefully, I won't get there. I think... I, I don't think you no. would. I think babe is like... I can see... I don't see that coming anytime soon. No. The only thing I see is it getting to a bigger point where it almost runs itself in yes. a sense of the energy, the yeah. passion, the love mm-hmm. towards one another is still there. Mm-hmm. And you're just there to be like, hey, by the way... There's another uh, party going on next month, so uh, yeah. here you go. Here's in which case, you would still be running it, but the actual labor going out, you'd yes. be able to outsource to yeah. other bodies. Yeah. Other corporeal so. forms. Corporeal forms. Corporeal. Yeah. Tanya likes it when I use the word <laughs> corporeal. <laughs> and like you always said, like, you know, you meet people. What I love is that you met Jessica, mm-hmm. who, and you're supporting another female entrepreneur. So excited to sit back down with her. Right? She's such a ball yeah, of Yeah, you guys have Everyone such a good we've time. met. Everyone we've met has been so amazing within your community, and I think it's such a great thing what you're doing. Yeah, and I yeah. think like I, I was, I was very humble about the group. Like when Always. I talk about it, I'm just like, oh really? Like that? It's that amazing, right? But people have told me it's like, you don't understand what you created. It's something so good and so amazing. Because the society we have grown up in has, I hate to say, it, has been very male-oriented in yeah. the sense of they're the ones that make the bread and butter. They're the ones with the ideas. They're the one that th- does those things. And we're in a society nowadays where women are able, and no offense, sometimes more capable of yeah. being able to do this and bring these things to the table. Exactly. And you've made a community for people who have been humming hawing about it that there's actually a plate and a table where we can lay our goods exactly. to be shared. And so like, that kind of picks a question for me. How how do you feel about men joining your community? People who identify as male, are they allowed to join your community? Are they allowed to come to your events? Have you had that question even come up for you? No, yet? not yet. yet. But I think, you know what? I think I want to keep it, like, women-specific. So those who identify one. as women yes. are allowed to come to your yes. events? yes. Okay, I also just got, I had a memory triggered from that answer. When I was about, I think, five, four or five, um, my family and I used to go to a cottage every year with these two other families. Yeah. These two other military families. It was the three military families that would always go away to a cottage. And um, all the kids, there were some boys, there were some girls, and one year... All the girls decided to make a tree fort, and we pulled out the nail and hammers and pieces uh-huh. of wood out in the and the, the boys found us. Yeah, and they wanted to play in our tree fort. Yeah, but we hung a sign saying "No boys allowed." Yeah, and we got in such trouble. Really, <laughs> we yeah. got in the most trouble of not letting the boys play with us because we had built an entire house. Yeah, and were, they cried. One yeah. of them. One of them. I won't say his name because he. For sure is one of those hundreds of thousands out there listening to this podcast right now. But, like, we we were not allowed... None of us were allowed to play in the tree fort. We built an entire house. Yeah. And we were not allowed to play it anymore. Because um, you put a girls-only post? Um, You know what? Maybe it would have gone over better if we just wrote girls-only... Oh, and no, said boys, no, no maybe it was a word no maybe it was just the negative formatting of our poster maybe um, in this day and age that probably would have been it maybe I don't know who knows how that would have rolled over <laughs> that was back in like the ancient days when I was a child and I didn't have these wrinkles that pulled my eyes over my own oh, my <laughs> other you, eyes eight hours of sleep and you'll be good I know we keep coming back to that I'm going to Macyism right now <laughs> I'm telling you I started Macyism what in Boathouse oh days. my goodness like 20 2005 2007 uh, what was it about it was all about like happiness just and being doing, happy, doing, doing whatever you thing, want. Doing whatever okay. you want. When I heard Macyism, I literally pictured a fairy godmother 
in the Cinderella story where she hits her wand over her head. Yes! Why does everything have to be so violent and mad? Hits her yeah. wand over her head and turns her into the princess. Like, dresses her up for the ball that she's going to. Me! So That's I, I want to kind of shift the conversation personal just shopper, a little bit. Personal shopper, like racism. Because we haven't really spoken about what you do as a personal yeah. shopper. And I, uh, I've i never lived in that world. I, of course, I know what personal shopping is. Yes. But what would a day be like? And I've met a couple of different people who have um, similar businesses, and it sounds like everybody has their own kind of groove. Mm-hmm. What is a day like with you as a personal shopper? So for me, um, say I had a client that needed an outfit or you know just a huge wardrobe change. For me, it's just I think what's most important is to really get to know who that person is and what their style is and make them feel comfortable with me. And like you said before, like I think I have a personality where I make everyone feel like they know me forever, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So then that you know I get I, we get we kind of chat and we get to know one another, and then it's like you know you're looking for A B C, and then we will either go shopping or I'll bring it to you, and then we just have a fun day of shopping. And someone actually one of my clients called me a professional friend. Whereas I am friendly enough that you know, like I can be personal, personable, and be a friend with you, but still be professional and give you like the expertise, the like you know professionalism into right. like the yeah like what you would call it, experience. Like you'd be able. I know nothing about fashion. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell, but I weren't. Everything I'm wearing is the exact same color. Navy blue. I am in a complete um, head-to-toe navy blue, the simplest thing that I could put together. Because my imagination is going into everything else except for trying to figure out what to wear in the morning. Like, that's the time I have. Throw on whatever goes together and it's the exact same color. What if you could choose? But sorry, of- like, kudos to matching the navy blues. Yeah. <laughs> my friends, pure luck. <laughs> anyway, my eyes were closed when I grabbed these. They, I don't even know they if they made it from the floor or from my closet. I just grabbed them. Like, it's five a.m. Put some clothes on. If you could redress me, let's turn me into Cinderella in the dream world right now. And you might be comfortable, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, that's my one. Dress thing. me for tomorrow night. Here's a real life application because I actually don't know what I'm wearing to the TIFF kickoff party tomorrow night. Uh. What do I wear? What do I wear? Do I, but it, here's the trick. Here's a challenge for you. Okay. It has to also be wearable for a comedy show that I'm doing first. I have to go perform an improv show for Bad Dog, a kickoff party for one of Bad Dog's events. Okay. And then I'm going straight to a kickoff party for TIFF. So it has to be red carpet worthy, but I need to be able to act like a gremlin on stage. So why don't you do this? Pick a cool dress that you have, that like a cocktail dress that you were thinking of wearing to TIFF already. Uh-huh. For your comedy show, pair it with a pair of sneakers, like Converse, so you're casual, but you're funky, but like, you know, you're having fun, right? And you're presentable. You're presenting yourself. But then, at the event, throw on a pair of nice heels, throw on some jewelry, and you're good to go. So what you're saying is, use the outfit you already have. But Swap out dress the... it down or class it up with different shoes and yes. different jewelry. Yeah. When do it. I put the lipstick on? I would do the lipstick when you're on the comedy show because you're on stage. True. Good answer. Right? Yeah. Good answer. Converses and lipstick. They go yeah. great together. Oh my god. I'm so happy that I asked this on the podcast because that's exactly just, what I'm going to do. Uh, all it is is just a pair of shoes. Like, that's the thing. I think people think, 
way too hard about fashion and it's like no it's so simple and at the end of the day like I tell everyone like you need to wear the clothes the clothes don't wear you like mm-hmm. I as Tanya I go out to clubs in like jeans and t-shirts yeah she's my fashion guru like, and then I text always me. looks so in style right you just look cool. I own it yeah. yeah, and I think that's the thing about fashion is so many people are like, oh, I can't wear that, I can't wear that. Yeah. Like, it's not about you wearing it, it's about you wearing that, that. like, yeah. you are the one wearing it, like, you rock it, like, that's, that's what it is. Exactly, it's like, so- what I say is, like, like, with a girl with in heels, I can't walk in heels, she's trying to look sexy, oh, she's yeah, trying to look sexy, nice. but she doesn't look sexy, mm-hmm. so why try, if she put, wear, wore like a pair of Converse and she looked comfortable, she looks way sexy. more confident. Yeah, is that sort of is. rule number one for yeah. you, being comfortable? Being comfortable in that's what definitely you wear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's how I am. I'm all about being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to clubs, girls would be in like their dresses. I'd be like, fuck this shit. Like I'm She's just gonna like wear ripped my, jeans, my ripped jeans, white t-shirt, and my Vans. Just and then I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I'm done. I love it. Yeah, and I think that's amazing because I there's so much hype on looking good, but what does good actually mean? Good all comes from within. It comes from within, and if you don't feel good inside then you don't ooze that confidence. Like, you can tell. Don't get me wrong, we all have times where I'm like, sometimes I'm oh, like, confident. oh my god, I don't feel so good, right? Yeah. But once you're wearing something that you're comfortable in and you feel good, you look good. Yeah, girl. And that's it. Just Love so it. simple. So when you don't feel good, you go shopping or you work out. Yeah. Those are your go-tos. Or I just lay in bed on Netflix. What are you currently Netflixing? Yeah. Everyone's telling me I should watch that show to the boys I all once loved before. Whatever. I haven't. Oh my seen god, that. that came up. Well, we me were, too. My it, suggested watch list. Everyone said it's so. And good. then it came up on mine. I think our phones are listening to us and Probably. it's telecommunicating. Everyone's saying that it's such a good like show movie. I've heard good yeah. things about so it. That's I, on think, my list. I think it's yeah. a. Isn't it a movie? It is a no, movie. I think is it's it a, series? a series. Oh, is it? I haven't actually watched it. I'm yet. not sure. I wa- I read the thing about how it's like to five of her like high school crushes, and she wrote letters, and then yeah. they somehow got out. Yeah. So I think it's a series. I'm not a hundred percent. But I heard that it was based on a project. book. I think probably it is. is. Everything's based on something nowadays. Yeah. But but yeah, the Bible. I'm excited. The original work. Other than that, what have you been <laughs> watching lately? I have no idea. No, just whatever's on. Just whatever's on. I've yeah. been watching reruns of Friends, Sex Always City. Good. Of course. Always good. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Do you read no, much? Nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> Macy's not a reader. I don't read. I'm a visual <laughs> learner. I can't, I can't read. That was just the most certain nope, note nope, I have not ever at all. received. Everyone's like, everyone's like, I didn't even get the question. That's like, do you want a cat? Nope, not at all. Not Macy at all. does nope. not want a cat. Dad, oh, really? You don't I, want a cat either? I'm afraid of cats. Really? Yeah, I was afraid of dogs too, but I've got over that fear. You'll get over cats too. No, I, I can't deal with cats. <laughs> They're so unpredictable. They're like little little lions, and I'm like, no, thank you. Then how are you, my? You friend? just made me I'm, like them even more. I know. I'm, I'm like, Leo. she loves no, lions, and I'm like, how are you, my friend? I'm unpredictable. <laughs> I can't like. I will, like I will pet like I will pet a little like lion like a cub or whatever they're called but a cat they're so jumpy and they're like they're you would get a brand new never socialized or trained cub no no, of no. A I, lion. Would, I would i would <laughs> that's trained. Tell that's trained. 
A trained cub, that's it. But excuse yeah. me, sir, is this one trained? They're but so a cat that's been house trained for ten I years and is probably as bad as what my cat was when he passed away. He just he would sit against walls with his gut hanging out. But like if we brought a shoebox home, then God save anything that tried to save him from yeah. shoving himself into that stop him from shoving himself into that shoebox. Um but you don't like house cats. No, I right. you know what? It might be an Asian thing. Like my best friend <laughs> cooks for those for listening, she's I'm Asian. <laughs> Macy's Asian. Um my best friend is also afraid of cats too. Maybe it is then. I don't know what it is. Like I never grew up with animals. No, that's true. So like I've had Asian friends who have cat like who are pretty okay with cats. Yeah, I don't know. I think that just I just I, I think, think it's, it's a Macy specific thing. I think it's because they're so unpredictable. They're so jumpy and like. <laughs> okay, well then, for somebody who has so much on the go, yeah. I mean, your life has to have some unpredictability. Yes. How do you manage that if you don't like? I can manage it myself. I can't manage a cat. I can't tell a cat to be like. not hiring stop cats walking. anytime soon. Yeah. No cats, guys. Cat, no, no cat cat cafe. Cats need not apply with him. No. <laughs> no cat cafe for Macy. No. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Or is this something I like? It's unpredictable. Like I can control it. I can be like. Hey. Are you a control freak? I would say a little bit. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how much of a control freak are you? I say like seven, eight. Okay. A little bit, a little bit, and she says seven, eight. Well, ten's like crazy. The five is like, man, you're not really. I'd say I'm like a six to eight, so I get what you mean. Yeah. Oh, I'm a full blown eleven, but I'm just yeah. saying it's funny that like a little bit in my mind when you said that, I'm like, oh, so like you're like mm, three maybe. Yeah. But you're like, but you just know, like a little bit under crazy. <laughs> but you know what I've learned though is that like I don't, I can't be too much in control because it's like I can't do everything myself, yeah. and it's like I'm not God. My, you know, my. Thing, what I think is not always 100% right. So I always believe in listening to other people and seeing what they like think about, say it's like we're working on a project or whatever like that. I always like to know like their idea because I think when two heads come together, you get mm-hmm. the best results. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not that controller freak. I know how to let, let go sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm doing yoga teacher training. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I literally, like, I must have done that in my sleep while I was sitting here. <laughs> I usually have it on quiet. Um, it already interrupted everything. It was vibrating on the table, and it was on quiet there. I don't, I was probably playing with it. My apologies, guys. What an angel. I'm unpredictable like a cat. I am a Leo. Just I'm a saying. cancer. Are you? Yeah. I don't know anything about horoscopes, though. We're just starting to, I feel like, I feel like Tanya knows more about it. We're just starting to learn about it. I mean, like, I know the just, mostly. the crab, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I knew that. There were homebodies. I know that. We're you in. are homebodies. You're very to yourself most of the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. cancers in my life. What are you again? You're a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. Stubborn. Stubborn but, ball. Yeah, I don't know anything about, like, everyone's like, yeah, you're a pretty true cancer. I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't really believe I believe you make your own life. I believe that too. And like, yeah, there's traits, but like, that are similar to when you were born and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's do you. Yeah, girl. Hashtag so you did. <laughs> yeah. You did build your own life. Was this what you saw for yourself? Not at all. No? What did you no. see yourself doing? I thought Five I'd years be, ago, what, where do you think you would have been? I thought I'd be at a certain company and been, like, high up in management. So you looked at Tanya when you said that. Is this a company that you guys used to work at together? No, that you don't. No, just... 
Hmm? I'm not a wine city. No, no, no. We don't need to get into this. Higher end retail, I guess. Yeah. So you would have stayed. You you, you imagine. I I tend to get comfortable Mm -hmm. and then I don't move. But I think because of what has happened, I saw it as definitely like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And then was like, this is really pushing me towards like what I meant to do. Mm -hmm. What made you make the shift? Was there something big that, that catapulted you out of that line that you if thought you were going I for? I can answer that from an outside view. I think the shift was the fact that her dream job ended. Yeah. And then she kind of was like, okay, well, how can I make my own dream job? And I think yeah. from a viewer point of knowing Macy for so long, I think it was because her comfortable spot ended and she was at a point where like, okay, well, how can I make this for myself? Yeah. That's cool. where I think. And not rely on someone. Because mm-hmm. no job is... It's not 100% you're going to have that. It's not, Especially it's not when like it's not your own. That, you just want to be your own boss. Like, like for me, I make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, I take time. I want to go boxing. I take time. I want to go, like, I want to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, being an entrepreneur is hard because you're working kind of like 24 hours a day. You're working for yourself. You're working for yourself and you're doing everything. But at the same time, you have all this, like, freedom yeah. to do whatever you want to do, too. It's like, oh, yay, my job. I have to go to the mall and shop for, like, nice clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not sad about that. I love it. It's your job. Yeah. yeah, It's what you geared out to want to do, and you think it's fucking amazing. I think that there's a difference between... uh, There are, I'm assuming, certain people out there who... Take, would take a look at what you're doing and idolize that and and probably... I hope not. I don't. I don't see myself up there. Someone. <laughs> someone was like. I. Some girl was like. If Ma- like with the whole bathe thing, they're like, if Macy did that, I can do anything. I was like, no, like don't think. That's put a me great on the pedestal. thing. I think it's a great thing. That's though. like. I know, but it's like. I guess I'm not used to co- people complimenting me. Oh, well, like, then that's just your own personal yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah. that that's you need personal. to get used to. Yeah. Yeah. And because I, you are fucking gold. Get used to it. But you know what it is? I yeah. think I've said to other people, I was like, you know, I don't think it, like, I don't think what I've created is so huge because it's like, it's not like I'm Bill Gates and I created a computer for everyone. It's nothing, like, huge like that. But why compare yourself to something that's I know, very different? But, like, mm-hmm. I guess it's, like, baby steps. So I'm slowly realizing that, like, you know, I've said this before, I was like, you know, the success of the group is because of everyone that's in it, right? And everyone's like, it's a lot to do with you, though. And then just stop theory. And then I'm just slowly realizing it's like, because, you know, I'm putting out that positive energy out there. I am mm-hmm. really engaging people to be mm-hmm. in the group and all that stuff. Like, you know, if I was a negative Nancy, then people would be like, I don't want to be in her group. Like, I don't know, like, what it's all about, right? Well, so, I, yeah. to go with that, I've been in groups where I've unfollowed the group because there's so many guidelines, there's so many rules, yeah. there's so many things that you have to abide by through this person. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to better myself exactly. if I can't share what I do with other people where you have this group, this foundation where people can share yeah. who they are and be who they want to be. Exactly. And, and like, they don't get judged by one person to be exactly. able to be in this group or not. And then for me at the events, like, you know, you can go to the events where you listen to a panel of speakers and I'm like, you know what? I personally can't do it. Like, I can't sit in a room and listen to someone's, like, success story for, like, an hour. Like, if I wanted to do that, I'd go buy, like, Oprah's book, okay? Mm. And then for me <laughs> at the event, I, like... I believe everyone deserves their voice, their voice deserves to be heard, mm-hmm. and everyone needs to talk about what they do. And then, you know, with the group, like Tanya said, like, I did it in a way that I encourage people to talk about what they do, because A, 
it gives me an idea as to like what someone else is, does does or what do whatever and then if you know that way if someone I know is looking for so and so I'm like hey I know this person mm-hmm. or like you know when if you can talk about what you do then like you're putting your brand out there but if you're only limited to like say x and yz whatever then how are you supposed to grow mm-hmm. you can't you're a pivotal point you're a connector between everybody yeah and I, what i meant before about somebody idolizing you i was going to mention that i think that there's a difference between somebody who might be in say a corporate world yeah or a job that they don't necessarily see as what they want to stick with in the sh- in the long term but they yeah. see maybe they see higher aspirations for themselves and they might idolize the fact that you are your own boss. Yeah. But the fact that you love what you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you are a very hard worker. You dedicate yourself to everything that you're doing. You, oh, you do not you. slack. I mean, <laughs> everybody around you can attest to that. You don't slack. <laughs> um, and, and the way that you unwind is like putting on EDM music and going doing a kickboxing class. That's yeah. incredible. Um, <laughs> or even just sleeping. Like, that's yeah. commitment. Um, but somebody who might idolize the fact that you are your own boss and think that that's the dream job but I there are a lot of people I think might step into might want that but don't have the wherewithal or the gumption to be able to be their own manager because we are still a big glorifying part of it all is that yeah you're not under a manager's scope yes but in this situation when you are an entrepreneur, you are your own manager, and yeah. you're also you're probably your own worst critic. If I yeah. can speak about but, yeah, that's the what I was being say such a hard worker. Yeah. That stuff is you are your own worst critic. Yeah, right? yeah. I've been listening to a lot of lit circa nineteen ninety, probably six. <laughs> own worst enemy. Yeah, uh, and it rings. It still rings true. It's one of my favorite songs, <laughs> and it's something that I've been play, putting it on in the car. And I'm like, oh my god, this is. This is, it, this is still my vibe. I think that that's what makes me not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Like, being, like, don't get it wrong. Sometimes I miss saying, like, a, having a, like, nine to five job because, like, you know, the money. The stability. The stability, the stability. is there. Mm. Yeah. But, like, I was talking. It's also monotonous. Yeah, like, I miss that. Like, you know, I'm not a millionaire right now. Like, you know, there's nothing. I'm doing what I love, but I'm not, you know, getting, I'm not getting paid millions, right? Mm. But, like. I was talking to a business coach and I was talking about it and I was like, like, I was talking about like, maybe my wealth is when I see other people happy. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Like wealth is a like, I was talking, big spectrum. like for my, like someone's like, what's, what does success mean to you? Like with my personal shopping, I'm like, success means when I, someone tells me that they felt so comfortable in what I put them in and that they loved it and that they got so many compliments and like that to me makes me happy and mm-hmm. feel like I did a good job. Hmm. And with Babe, what makes me feel like I did a good job is when I hear about other people collaborating and how they met, like became good friends within the group. Like that to me is like, okay, I did my job. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's funny how there are large corporations that are still trying to figure out how to properly market themselves in the you sense instead of the me sense. Like yeah. it's our company's about you, yeah. not me. You just have that internal integrity that that's how you function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why you have exponentially unfolding numbers in front of you with all the growth that you have. Yeah. I hope so. I think I know maybe so. one day it'll be like a babe like office. There will be, not maybe, there will be. 
I'm that. excited to see it. I'll take photographs of it for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Like, and like I'm, their t-shirts? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, there's going to be t-shirts. I would give you two t-shirts. I know, I have it. We are, we'll come into the office and we'll interview everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll do podcast episodes there with you. I know. I've known Macy for many yes. years and I've known Macy as a manager for many years. You were pretty much my manager the whole time at our first job together. And I always saw something in you uh-huh. that made me realize you were a leader. And really? you may not see those things or may not think you are those things, but you are. And the fact that you brought this together goes to show that you have so much potential and so much growth and so much to share with Aww. people. And I'm so thankful that we're able to be able to chat with this and share this to our community to know that there are like-minded humans in this world. Yeah, like, you know what? I love that. Thank you, Tanya. And Tanya's <laughs> like one of my closest friends. I've known this girl for like almost 10 years now and I did not pay her to say all those things no she didn't I'll just edit out the money slide it across the table <laughs> no one heard that <laughs> like a tootie it is um, probably a tootie it you know what? screeching across the table for me it's just like there's I don't know why there's so much negativity in the in life like selfishness there's just so much better things to concentrate on than drama and dumb stuff like <laughs> I strongly think like my like e-pray moment was when I went to Bali like that was my like oh my god like was my it changed me a lot yeah because am I getting too like no, no. way around like no go keep going so Bali. you have a story about Bali we're at 720 so this is at the hour mark we still have a wrap so up so close I'll it up with your story For, so you went to Bali yeah I went to Bali so what happened was I got laid off from my job I took those that money I went traveling for like a month went to Australia Bali and Hong Kong and then when I went to Bali like I see okay Bali is somewhat of a third world country right like it's pretty sad there but you know and us were like we have it's so cheap because we can pay I stayed in like a maybe like a four or five star hotel for maybe like forty dollars for seven nights. Like that's how cheap forty dollars a night? Forty dollars a whole for day. seven nights. What? Yeah. Like that's how Bali. it's that cheap, right? So like what it is I see these people who Balinese people and then they're not rich or whatever like that mm-hmm. and like they're so happy. And it's just like for them, I look at them and then we had a tour guide who was saying, it's like, you know, we pretty much own everything there because we pay with cash. Here, we live in debt, mortgage, car, credit cards, everything, but we always strive for, you know, better. And don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of it. I love my designer bags. Like, I'm going to go buy it, right? Mm-hmm. But I see these people in Bali and it's like, they don't, they're not stressing about anything, but they're so happy. So why are we, you know, in freaking Toronto, like such a good place to live at, worrying about stupid stuff? Mm-hmm. And then like how I see it, it's like, and then one of the guy asked, like, cause my friend was live, she moved to um, Australia to work for like a year. And he asked, it's like, oh, was it hard for you to like get a visa or whatever to go to Australia to work? And you know, it really isn't that hard to get a visa to go work at another country. And he was like, oh, you know, that's why I drive because I'm trying to save enough money for my daughters to go on a trip to Australia. And then for me, I'm like, we have it so good where we are right now. So why are we like, you know, yeah, the being negative Nancy? is very different. Bali and Toronto have 
yeah. exceptionally different zeitgeist. Exactly. And, like, you know, people go to Europe and they're like, why can't we live that lifestyle? Europe is, like, chill, like, have your little, like, siesta. Yeah. And then they come back here and then we're just, like, work, 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 work. Yeah, they work to live, we live to work. Yeah. Mind you, my sister has lived in Europe for the past 10 years and I don't know if it's just because she came from over yeah. here, but, like, every time I talk to her, I still get to hear about the stressors. Or maybe yeah. it's just because we're sisters. So, like, <laughs> we get to vent to one another. The thing is, like, for us, like, we're, like, Toronto, I think, like, we're, like, the in-between because, like, I'm from Hong Kong and I came here when I was, like, three years old, right? But I've been back to visit and they are legit like live to work where they work I don't know 24 sets 24 hours a day and it's like they wake up go to work they go home at like 12 o'clock and then they start all over again and it's just like holy shit like can't you guys just take time off and that's why we're like the nice happy medium you think so yeah I think so because I don't know if you guys, but you've been to Hong Kong. You see how hectic it is there, right? It's like it's worse than Toronto. It's worse than Toronto. It's yeah, like work, I've work, been, work. Actually, that's where I went into anaphylactic shock. Oh, really? Maybe I just needed to get back to chill Canada. Yeah, that's it's we're chill here, right? Very chill. Like, all my cousins have said, like, you guys have it so you're so chill there, like. So my thing is just like, why, why worry about something? It's like, you know, we're not saving people's lives or whatever like that. So why are we worrying about? Unless you are, like, the doctors yeah. out there, please no. stress about saving. your surgeries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but me, I'm not saving someone's lives, so I'm like, why am I, what am I even talking about? I'm blogging out. Let's cut this part after. No, I, I absolutely. After I'm, Bali cut it off, because I have no nope, idea what I'm talking nope, about. No, nope. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm keeping it. I think at the end of the day. But we are coming to. At the end of the day, it's all about Macyism. <laughs> do. At the end of the day, let me promote myself. Macyism. We're still in Toronto. Do what you love. Don't care what other people say and just do it. Like with Babe and Fashion, I just went for it and I did it. I had no marketing background, no PR background. I just did what I love and I'm just like, I'm doing it. I think that's an incredible message. Yeah, it goes to show that you can do what you want as long as you put your mind to it and you have. And that's it. And like, you know, there are scary times, but life is scary and just just do it you will never not have scary times exactly you cannot avoid those times it's about how you deal with them yeah yeah and the worst case you get you know you get rejected so what then you move on to the next thing exactly right and that's how you grow like that's where i would say how i've gotten to where i am now Mm-hmm. right hell yeah I love it. I'm keeping all of that because it's an incredible conversation. We are nearing the end here, and I did forewarn you. We yeah. do a segment called One Cool Thing. Oh, wait, I don't know. <laughs> You've already given us so many cool things that you don't have to. Don't worry. Pressure's off. The, all the pressure is being put on Tanya. Every, okay. single, every single episode, we put the pressure on Tanya <laughs> because she never comes with a one cool thing, and she's a host. So <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will go first. To be half nice. Uh-oh. So I have this one cool thing that um, something that I've become obsessed with. Um, I mean, we've been talking a lot about Sage as well. Shout out to Sage, sponsor us. But <laughs> we have an obsession with essential oils as okay. well. And I, I was so obsessed that I went over, like I bought Tanya an essential oil diffuser as well that I still I want to go buy that one for myself too because it's super cute. Talking about the world of consumerism here in Toronto. Um, they're the best though. They really Honestly. are, but they can get pretty expensive. Oh, so and I have. Expensive. I wanted to buy you when it was like 180 bucks. I'm From like, where? Sage has sales. It killed me. Which one? It was like kind of like a luminous moon. It was an oil? Up. 
Or a diffuser. A diffuser. Oh. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Sorry, I don't think we're on the um, same page. That sounds incredible. Now I'm kind of upset you didn't buy it for me. Back to what my one cool thing is. Yeah. I'll deal with Tanya later. <laughs> um, I have spent a decent penny on oils from Sage and other companies as well. Mostly from Sage. Again, sponsor us, Sage. But they're not going to like this point. Stop listening now, Sage. I Sponsor now, us. <laughs> I have a friend who sent me a... a link to where she buys her oils from and I went online I took a look and for um these pure essential oils they're still pure they're still pure essential oils great quality and grade but it is at a fraction of the price and it's gonna be a while before I do order from from them because I have probably five years worth of sage products that (laughs) I'm very decently stocked yeah 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 but my one cool thing is for those who might not have the kind of financial stability that I have to be able to go and buy this stuff, credit cards, um, <laughs> here's a website that you can check out. It'll be in the show notes as well. It is called newdirectionsaromatics.com. It's for pure essential oils. It's a supplier, and I think that it's more so – they do wholesaling, so wholesaling as well. So I'm sure that they probably ship to and sell to – um, companies like Sage, probably not Sage in particular. I'm going to say Sage one more time. So <laughs> get this sponsorship. Um, but if you're looking to start playing around with essential oils to see if they fit with being able to calm you down or put you to sleep earlier, or if you have an allergic reaction to them, maybe test them out on your skin before you put them under your tongue. I use, um, yeah, definitely test them out before you just ingest them. Mm-hmm. I use Clary Sage under my tongue Clary sage. to go to sleep and... I have been having the most vivid dreams when, I, like, Ooh. I go into that deep sleep, and I, I've had my issues about sleep. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm, I'm not sleeping well these days, yeah. mostly because I've been on the go. But I actually used to be a pretty severe insomniac. Oh no. Um, and I, I actually, I reached a point in my life where I was sincerely petrified of the dream world. Yeah. And it's taken me a lot to work towards being able to feel comfortable with going into the dream world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I used to sleep like 20 minutes at a time and I'd always wake up and I would get tired of it after four hours and just get out of bed. Yeah. But um, I'm getting more comfortable with sleep and I'm getting more comfortable with the dream world and Clary Sage takes me into yeah. the fucking dream world. I love Clary Sage. I yeah. don't know which one is. I have a lavender one. Lavender's Lavender's great too, but Clary Sage will help you sleep the fuck out. I use lavender exclusively for my bathroom aromatic dispenser. Yes, I do. I actually put it in my bath. I I have some in my bath bath too. Take baths? No, I don't. I only take it once in a while because I don't really like. I shower after my baths. So do I. Yeah, Yeah, it's gross because you're lying in your own filth. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But back in the day, like you know, like. Back in the day when they started baths, it would be the queens and kings, and then it would go down, down, yeah. down, and they used the same exact I was just going to say, if anything sounded the most prissy on this podcast, it was us being like, but after my baths, I also shower. But back in the day, they didn't. But back in the day, oh, they also threw their piss out of windows in their buckets. So yeah, true. things have changed, and I'm yeah. okay with saying I also shower after my bath. Yeah. That yeah, reminds me of a story in Morocco, but we won't even We'll go save that there. for another podcast. <gasps> What's your one cool thing? So my one cool thing... <clears throat> This is how Don't really have one, is. but uh, we're going to go on a whim here. Yeah, girl. I may have said this before, but um, so in the last four days, I have worked 48 hours. If that doesn't ring a bell to you, that means I worked a whole fucking work week in four days. Anyway, so I've been exhausted, and I have not been able to do anything that I've been wanting to do in my life, a.k.a. read, 
maybe even take a shit. I've taken a shit because that's not good for your bowel syndromes. That's what I mean. I have to edit so much. Anywho, she's getting mad at me because I'm swearing. <laughs> no, I've already so. said the f bar. You're just shitting all over the place. Here's my thing. Mental health, self help. Today, I was finally able to sit down, make my own coffee instead of run to Timmy's, and run a bagel and run to work. So I was able to make my own coffee. I was able to read. I gave myself time. Honestly, time is your motherfucking friend. Even if you wake up 10 minutes earlier than you want to, give yourself time. That is my one cool thing, is giving yourself time for yourself. Because self-mental awareness is so much more important than the money you're making in the morning, than the shit that you have to do during the day. Pay attention to yourself and take care of yourself before anything else. That's my one cool thing, and I felt fucking great today, even though I had three hours of sleep. But I felt fucking great because I actually woke up and took time for myself, instead of running to my job or to whatever else I had to do today. It was great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that lately too. I wake up earlier just to get my my minimum ten minutes of meditation in with yeah. my headspace. I've mentioned it as one of my one cool things before on our podcast. Yeah. I use Headspace the app yeah, for it. Yeah, it's very really good. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it. I'm on day eight in a row, which is actually nice for me. That's okay. awesome. It, I love the incentive program they have where, like, it, if you don't do it one day, if you do it six out of those seven days, but, like, you don't do it in the middle, yeah. it, the ticker counts back to zero. Oh. It has to restart at zero. Oh, I'm almost like at 80. Nice. Almost at 80. I'm just going. They give you, like, little stars when yeah, you read. Right? I feel like I'm in kindergarten. And I fucking love it. I just get a star for yeah, waking up and meditating for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, even when I, I went and did meditation in the park with Parul, one of the other instructors at the yoga sanctuary. Yeah. Shout out yoga sanctuary. And so good. Even before that, I had to, it, because of that incentive program, and I yeah. was going to you do like an hour of meditation in the park, but I'm like, but I also want that gold star. <laughs> it's people like doing steps, right? They yeah, do, totally. They reach that goal. It's like, oh, yeah. I need to do like 25 more until I'm done. It's a mental thing. Like, it is. It, it, and it's so You're good. You're charging yourself. Yeah. And it turns it into a habit for yeah. you. Don't break that habit if you start building yeah. good habits for yourself. Exactly. I think that's the thing is we're so used to this day and age of not giving ourselves steps or gold stars mm-hmm. and that we need to be yeah. able to give ourselves gold stars. Yeah. I think it was the book, The Power of Habit, that talks about how your habits that you form, you only really have like this tiny little, there's a part in your brain where essentially it's like a bookshelf yeah. and the habits that you build are the books on that shelf and the only way to get rid of a bad habit, let's say smoking, is to replace it with a good habit, let's yeah. say meditation. Yeah. So it's a very limited space and you need to be picky about your habits. Oh, That's yeah. another cool thing. I'm just going to throw that out. That's just another cool thing. I, know, I have habit. a cool thing. Do it. Yes. My cool thing is I got interviewed by you two lovely ladies. Because <laughs> oh. I've never been on a podcast before. It's like, you guys kind of made me do it because it's like, A, I hate my voice. And I was like, please. Oh, shush, you're beautiful. Your yeah. voice is beautiful. Oh, mm. you have not heard my voice. It's kind I'm of, listening to it right now. Everyone makes fun of my voice. They're like, it's like know. looking in a mirror, though. Okay, like, but you know, we are all our own worst enemies. Lit, 1996. My cool, thing, my cool thing is like being on this podcast and being interviewed, even though I probably like, you know, talked a lot of dumb stuff, but it's never done. Was really no. cool. It's all informative. Like for me, it's kind of like it's good to talk about it. It makes me realize what I'm doing is like Exactly. Cool. It's like a vision board in a microphone. In an audio form. <gasps>
Oh, we might be on to something there. We might be on. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, ladies, so much. I had no, so much thank fun. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I'm excited and to see you guys at my event. Me Yay! too. Okay, before we go, before the music starts playing, it's probably it's playing now. The music's playing. What is your event? This is your place to plug. September 14th is Babe's first year anniversary. We have amazing treats. Someone's gonna bring their hot teas and lemon smash and like I think you girls are doing something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a that's a secret surprise. Good, We're collaborating. We'll be there. We'll be doing something special. But it's gonna be amazing. So if you wanna check it out, check on fashment.com. F-A-S-H-M-E-N-T. And you'll find all the information there. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you for having me. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. If you like this podcast, you can support it by subscribing to it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also leave us a rating or review, which sincerely helps us and we absolutely love. Come hang out with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And send us your questions, recommendations, and cool things at we're totally not okay at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to We're Totally Not Okay. But that's okay. That's okay.